Hello everyone, um, welcome to Health Paradigm, the Healthy Lifestyle Interview Podcast with myself, um, Jane Adadia. Um, today uh, we have a very interesting person joining us um, and his name is George Richtel and he is the founder of Organize Africa and is here today to talk about his zappers. Um, what is a zapper? It's a very interesting question and how how they can help you. So a very warm welcome to George. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me and uh, hello to all your listeners. Um, yeah, fire away with your questions. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for being here, um, George. So you are the, the founder of Organize Africa, the home of mm-hmm. Zappers. Um, and I, I, I suppose the big question is, um, a lot of people actually have mentioned the word zappers to me and you should try zapping. But what is a zapper? Let's start with that. What is a zapper and how did you get involved with zappers? Could you tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, let me maybe start with a story and then get to the zapper in, uh, in, in detail because the zapper for us is actually part of a bigger story. And uh, that story started in 2002 when I was um, researching a lot of alternative ideas, especially in the field of energy. And um, I came across one particular gentleman by the name of Don Croft, who had um, more or less single-handedly, I would say, started the Orgonite movement, although Mm -hmm. he never wanted to call it a movement. Um, And... He did that by adopting the technology of Wilhelm Reich, Dr. Wilhelm Reich, I'm going to say more about him later, and create an Orgonite Cloudbuster, which was simple to build and looked very convincing, and I wanted to immediately um, replicate that. And he also, Don, encouraged that, that people uh, replicate his inventions. And... um, so you actually that, you actually spent time with Don. You've you've met him and I'm later with him. I mean, I got into a um, conversation with him, which was actually very um, inspiring and and uh, stimulating. And uh, started first with the Orgonite, and the Zapper came into play later. So Don had basically pioneered two things, and that was the the application of Orgonite, which is not his invention, but the invention of a gentleman by the name of Carl Wells. But Carl Wells never used it for massive environmental healing. He used it for a kind of uh, radionics application to, to enhance the performance of athletes and all kinds of things, all legitimate stuff, but he never um, connected it with the Wilhelm Reich idea of the cloud busting and the environmental healing and all that, but we, we get to that. And Don had, on the other hand, developed a thing which he called the Terminator Zapper, which was based on the original research by Dr. Hulda Clark, and he combined that with the Orbonite energy healing components, which gave it a new quality. Okay. So Hulda Clark was Dr. Hulda Clark was the original person for zappers. He's also not the inventor of zapping. I mean, zapping is is, is relatively uh, broad um, in its origins because a lot of people have come across 
the fact that um, our bodies are electrical electrical um, yeah they are electrical in nature and so the fact that that mild electric currents have some curative effects has been discovered by many people um, uh, for example Becker um, what's his name um, you know about the back zappers and various other researchers have found that and there is also some clinical work done on pulsed microcurrents which has been published in scientific magazines but it's never been allowed to make it into the mainstream okay but basically let me say what a zapper is and it's not very mysterious a zapper is actually the application of a mild uh, direct current to the body and uh, ideally it's a pulse direct current meaning a current that is switched on and off but it's not an alternating current it's a current that flows in one direction and um, that's basically what a zapper does so Hulda Clark's zappers were um, pulse generators where you had to sit and hold an electrode in each hand for example and then you would sit for half an hour or she had quite a complicated protocol where you where you had to sit for seven minutes and then take a break and then another seven minutes and so on and so on and so on. Mm. And um, I mean Hulda Clark's research has been very um, very far reaching and very detailed. She wrote several books and the most um, famous one is her first book called The Cure for All Diseases. And her basic um, basic um, understanding of disease was that disease is caused by toxins and parasites, whereby the toxins, meaning mostly chemicals, but also um, radiation uh, overload and all that, is what weakens the body and allows parasites to thrive. Okay, mm -hmm. And with parasites, we mean things like um, larvae of, of all kinds of hookworms and, and things that actually live in our body. The American Center for Disease Control has estimated the average parasite load for every American as about 500 grams or half a kilo wow. or one pound. Okay, that's living creepy crawlies that live in your body. Ooh, oh my God. Yeah, Making me yeah. shudder, George. Making you shudder. And that's actually, according to Hulda Clark, the main problem that we have. So, so um, you're saying, George, that we all have these living beings inside of mm -hmm. us. So mm -hmm. we have living parasites, worms, yes, um, yes. larvae. Uh, I, I can't imagine anything more disgusting than these kind of things hatching their eggs. and. They are, so they are naturally occurring in our intestines because if we eat undercooked meat, you know, or uh, things like that. We do swallow things like that. Or when we play with our dogs and we don't wash our hands every five minutes and, uh, you know, dogs help carry these. And the thing is that in a very healthy person, there is a strong barrier between the, um, the intestine and the rest of the body. Now, when your um, body is weakened by industrial solvents that we all deal with in our household chemicals and so on and so on and even if we don't consciously do that the the bottling companies that uh, that bottle soft drinks 
uh, using methylated spirits to wash the bottles, you know, which is a toxin that also weakens the barrier. So there are lots of things that that uh, break down that barrier, and then these things start invading um, the rest of the body. The intestine of a healthy person is quite well equipped to basically, you know, um, have these things going through, and they and they're being excreted, and that's that. And also, no. it's it's possible. Well, actually, I'm sure it's very possible that a lot of these worms and parasites come because of poor diet choices, junk food, um, sugary foods, all that kind of thing. I mean, sugary food also breaks down your immune system and and uh, you know allows candida to grow and all kinds of things. So well, I think this is why this is just another point, and this is a whole different discussion altogether. But mm. just to mention to everybody that. This is why it's important to clean your colon out regularly because yeah. of this. This is just one thing that I'm saying to yeah. keep your colon completely clean, taking, yeah. doing bowel cleansing now and again. But anyway, it's a whole different yeah. subject altogether. So let, let, we'll stick to the zappers for today. But what we know now is that uh, uh, the biome that lives in your colon is very important for your general health and even for your rejuvenation and regeneration. You know, so there's new research about longevity, which actually emphasizes the uh, the importance of your your gut biome. So I'm not even sure if cleansing, like like you know this colon cleansing, if you should do that too often. I'm not sure, but it's obviously good to well, if you remove yeah. all caked stuff there. So, but let's not get into that because it's yeah. not my expertise and. Yeah. Uh, and there are people who know a lot about this, and then maybe you should invite those. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, basically, what the zapper does is it pumps electrons into the body, okay? Uh, which means that, um, in electrical terms, that means a negative charge. But don't get mistaken by the word negative. It's not negative. It's, it just means there are more electrons. And in this environment of an negative ionization, disease organisms do not thrive. They actually die and shrivel up and get broken down and excreted. Okay, And this basically is um, affecting parasites, bacteria, viruses, and even cancer cells. Wow. Okay. You can say, you can say that, that the zapper helps the body, body to break down Disease tissue or tissue that is not um, energetically positive and part of the positive environment. You know, we we, we consist of millions of bacteria, and uh, the the difference between a bacterium and a body cell is actually fluent. You know, uh, we are actually more and more discovering that we are more a colony of living organisms than than anything else. <laughs> you know. So, in the end, people ask me, how does the zapper now know what is a beneficial bacterium and what is not beneficial? You know, I, I can only tell you what my understanding is. My understanding is that there is different levels of, of how you can look at that. There is an energetic level where, for example, Wilhelm Reich was finding that cancer is an energy disease. Cancer has something to do with stagnating 
life energy in the body. He called that energy organ. Hmm. Now the Chinese medicine will call it. Uh, will say that the qi is not flowing. The Ayurvedic medicine will say that prana. your prana. But, you know, yeah. um, so there is this energetic um, thing where you can say when the energy flows, the tissue is healthy and all the organisms are working in happy symbiosis, right? Yeah, where the well, well, we are energetic beings. We have an electrical current. Yeah, where the energy is stagnating, uh, you also have less oxygen. You have what you call anaerobic uh, organisms, you know, which is basically a process of decay. And... Um, so you have energy flowing or stagnating. You have acidity or alkalinity, right? You have um, negative ionization or positive ionization. These things seem to coincide, you know, and it depends on from which level or from which perspective you look at it. But you can see that in these different modalities of alternative healing, they all basically discover the same thing, but they see it from a different angle or from a different perspective. By which I want to say that all these angles are valid, you know, mm. but they are sort of almost like layers on top of each other. It's just a different way of looking at it, yeah. but it's the same yeah. thing. And you see uh, Hulda Clark, who was actually, he, she is late now, she, she died a few years ago. Um, she was... Uh, microbiologist and she saw it mostly from that from that angle um, and she had some very interesting resonance technologies in order to test for the presence of certain pathogens and organisms and but but she was also basically um, they tried to shut her down she had to establish her clinic in Mexico you know because because in the United States she was persecuted and um, we find that again and again that whenever somebody is onto something and they make um, in the full understanding of having found some medical truth, you know, and they make big pronouncements, then they're being shut down. And that's why we don't make pronouncements. This is it. This is the threat. The, the minute we try to do something good for humanity, they try yeah. and shut you down. So we yeah. have to be very careful what we say. Of talking about this, and that is from our own personal experience. Mm. You know, we only um, because we cannot generalize, we cannot say this is during X, Y, Z. Uh, we can only say what we have found, what it has done for us, and we can um, talk about people that we know that have used it and have experienced X, Y, Z. As soon as you start making general claims, you are opening yourself up to relentless persecution. You are right. You are right. You know, and and it's it's very sad because um, the so-called uh, evidence-based medicine of the medical establishment is actually often based on much less evidence than they want to make us believe. But they have got the millions to fund huge big studies and basically buy in the expertise that will then say that this and that, you know, and then it becomes a kind of um, an approved cure. We cannot, we know, we cannot compete with that kind of um, mechanism. You know, we can only. I mean, I think what what is important to to understand is that what we are promoting is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle where you take responsibility for your own health, 
and for the energetic quality of your environment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you do that at your own cost and you do that without uh, trying to convince anybody or whatever. You know, you try it out, you see, does it work for you? Does it help you? Um, and if you're happy with it, you, you may want to do even more in that same direction. But what the only thing that we can do is to invite people to try out things. Absolutely, absolutely. Take, Absolute. their, take, their, take their own life, take responsibility for their own life. Yeah, know? absolutely. It's up to the individual. If they want to try this, they want to experiment on themselves, yeah. to give this yeah. a go and to see what happens. Yeah. You you, yeah. you really don't have anything to lose um, by trying something. So I just want to go back to what a zapper is. I just want to summarize, uh, just for the sake of clarity, that you are saying that the zapper is a, it's a small, I've got one in my hand here actually, it's a small electrical device um, mm -hmm. that produces a certain electrical frequency, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. you can put that on any part of your body that you wish, so on your arm or yes. your leg or anything like what? that. And it's very easy what? to use. So if you could just explain how this, mm -hmm. how you could use something like this. Well, the idea of the zapper is that you use it every day for about half an hour or more. Half an hour is kind of the, the lower minimum. Um, and you can wear it anywhere on your body and you can do other things while you're wearing it. So you could have it on your arm, on your upper arm while you're busy working on your computer or whatever you do. Um, even light mechanical work. I mean, you shouldn't sweat too much because then um, the, the resistance of the skin goes down and too much current will flow. Um, I personally wear mine under my foot when when I'm sleeping. I find that very effective and um, very energizing and also very curative because in my in the arch of my foot I have all the meridians coming together. I've got the foot reflex zones and I've got the blood vessels close to the skin. Mm. At the same time, the skin is not too sensitive. You know, the zapper if you apply it on a, on the soft parts of the skin, like on the pulse, for example, it can give you burn marks after a while if you don't move it around a little bit. You know, and sometimes people forget to move it around and then they get like burns. So you want to use a part of the body where the skin is not too soft and too sensitive. So you're saying the arm is ideal? You could just put it on your uh, arm? I mean, we, we make our zappers with little straps, so you can wear them on the arm, you can wear them around your ankle, or you can wear them under the foot. But you could also apply them topical. If you have a particular health problem that is concentrated in one spot, you can actually apply the zapper directly where that problem is. And just going back to what you were saying about... It's like cancer of the pancreas, also you cannot use my strap because the strap is not long enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you use it with ivy, you must just put it under your clothes, you know, and, 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 and it must have skin contact. Yes. Yes, and yes. Uh, so there are two little electrodes. Uh, we've got them in copper and in silver. We used to make gold, but uh, we are stopping that now because gold is becoming too expensive. And um, it's not necessary, really. So we've got them with pure silver electrodes and copper electrodes. And the thing that differentiates our zapper from the classical Hulda-Clark zapper, apart from 
the fact that it's compact and in one box um, is the Orgonite component. So there is, and that is basically uh, Don Croft's addition to the Zappa idea that he he added a block of Orgonite. I'm going to talk about that just now. Plus a neodymium magnet and a special coil called the Möbius coil, which is creating a scalar energy from that electric pulsing that we do. So all these things work together to create a very strong bioenergetic field that we also call organ field, but you could call it chi or prana or whatever you want, uh, whatever attracts your fancy in terms of describing life energy. And um, so that is adding a another layer of healing. So it's not enough to just eliminate parasites, but you also want to help the body to rebuild and recover. So this organite that you are mentioning is mm -hmm. in the actual zappa. So there's, yeah. there's a little there's a, slab of it oh, in the zappa. If I open it up, it's in there. These things work together because the, the coil is sort of creating um, a scalar electromagnetic field, which is then also um, exciting the organite. And there are um, two healing stones also in the circuit. Uh, coiled by the wires that that lead to the to the electrodes, and that's an amethyst and a garnet, and and then the neodymium magnet. So all these things basically work together to make this into a very powerful healing package. And um, actually, Don Croft only shared the exact uh, mode of how to build these things with myself and a guy named Andy Schwarm in California and um, so we didn't just copy him he actually allowed us to, to use that, that principle that he developed um, yeah basically that's that's all I can say about the Zappa you know, it's, uh, people have had successes with all kinds of even severe conditions, but I'm not going to go out and say it can cure X, Y, Z because that would be uh, suicidal. Understood, understood. But you have done you have done a lot of work. I also can honestly not say if it will always work or you know it's just something worth trying. Yeah. Um, the the thing is that it inevitably seems to break down those parasites and a lot of people who have heavy loads of parasites go through quite a healing crisis with the Zappa. So you might find that you get skin rashes and, and that you actually feel miserable for a few days or maybe even two weeks because breaking down all that um, diseased material can be quite a, a load on a body. Okay, okay. I've, I've seen that with quite a few people and, and, and then often people will uh, panic and stop zapping because they think it's making them feel worse than before, which is obviously not the case because they have to go through this and get rid of that. It's a detoxifying effect. It's a detoxifying effect. It's quite hectic for some people. So um, this all this zapper, as well as curing, um, as well as killing parasites and fungi and or fungi yeasts and mold, can also help to kill viruses. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Yes. As we know what's going on in the world at the moment with the coronavirus and things like that, I just want to. You say see, I haven't personally met anybody who has been tested 
positive for this coronavirus, and that's actually typical for this hysterical crisis that we're going through, that it's actually a, a very small number of people that are affected. And I think it's much more a, a psychological scare operation than actually a, a real health crisis, if I may, if I may say so. But um, so to make pronouncements on the coronavirus is difficult, but I don't see why it shouldn't be effective. But you could say, you could, but, but George, you could say as a preventative measure, people yeah. could start zapping to keep their immune system strong. See, I'm only allowed to say things about my personal experience, and that's also the only thing I feel comfortable with. And I can only say that whenever I have a flu coming up, I put the zapper on and the flu disappears. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's where I put it under my foot and I sleep with it for eight hours. Okay. And then basically, um, and the flu in most cases disappears quickly. Brilliant. Whether the allergy works on this, on this uh, rare virus, I don't know because I honestly do not know a single person who has it. Um, even though they've closed uh, every oh, they're busy closing the whole economy down over this which i think is much more scary than the actual virus you know it is. i don't i don't know how um middle class entrepreneurial businesses can survive that if it goes for longer than three or four weeks it is difficult I'm, i mean here in the uk they, they've shut down pubs, cafes, restaurants. Yeah, I mean, these people are not night. normally sitting on a gigantic uh, buffer of cash, you know. They, uh, they're they paying rent to their landlords, you know, if they run a cafe or a pub. They're paying employees and they've got uh, stock that goes to rot, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's devastating for a lot of these businesses. Definitely, definitely. So I hope that this madness will be over soon. Mm. Um, and I don't want to embrace the panic over the virus itself. I think the virus is actually a minor problem. Yeah. I think there's some other stuff going on. I mean, yeah, me too. Not me too. too uh, that, you know? Yeah, I, and we're not going to say too much on that because it's very, mm. very controversial. And like I said, we could, um, we don't want to so make I'm, too many statements well, on yeah, this. We have allegedly, and we all know that the tests are far from um, really very reliable. We have about 200. Uh, so-called infected people we had one of them dying apparently and yet we are closing down everything we are closing down public parks we are um, you know encouraging people to stay at home and soon it might become enforced you know and it, it's 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 bizarre it's totally bizarre and probably the economic damage will lead to impoverishment and misery for so many people that thousands of them will die because of poverty. Um, that is just unspeakable. It is very sad. I, I'm not sure how we're going to recover from this. Um, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of talk that uh, behind the scenes they're working on an economic reset because the financial system is basically finished and everybody... I mean, I've been talking about the financial system even longer than about organized you know that's that's how i started getting interested in let's call it alternative history is basically the the strange financial system that we have mm. 
And I think I think what's happening, but that's me, you know, and, and, and is that um, basically that debt-based Ponzi scheme that's called the financial system has reached its maximum expansion and cannot work anymore. And um, it's been creaking in the seams for the last 10, 15 years. And now is probably the point where they will cut everybody's bank account by one tenth, you know, and maybe relieve some debt and get some tension out of the system and start a new currency or something. It's very scary. They, it's very they, scary. Need, uh, they need a major crisis in order to pull this off. You know, and they've just found this, this little virus that is not very harmful on its own. It's actually not too scary, you know. If, I mean, uh, and my opinion is not very popular even among my acquaintances here. You know, they're, they're all completely hypnotized by this. <laughs> On. But I, I would say if nobody had said that there is a thing called Corona virus, whatever, we wouldn't even have noticed a major um, uh, flu epidemic, or you know, there is not even a real increase in in flu, like they call the seasonal flu outbreaks. You know, it wouldn't even be a blip in the statistics. No, I don't know what to make of certain spots where things seem to be hotting up, like in northern Italy and in Iran. There might be something else going on there. It might not even be the same. You know, I don't know. But um, generally, to shut a whole country down because 200 people have something that most people agree will lead to flu-like symptoms um, with a mortality of somewhere between 2 and 5%, I think it's completely out of whack. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 but very it's very very odd. It's very dramatic and it's very extreme measures. I mean, it doesn't matter what uh, what television channel you switch on or what uh, WhatsApp bloggers thing, you cannot escape talking about Corona. There is no other issue anymore. Doesn't matter who you meet and who you run into. Exactly, exactly. This is this is the subject on everybody's lips. It's like nothing else matters at the moment. This is the main thing, and I I think yeah I completely agree with you. I think the lockdown of this country, the economy, offices closing, businesses closing, is far more scarier than the actual virus. Um, I I think it's very, very hyped up. I think the whole thing is very hyped up. It's very exaggerated. And it's not as bad as people think it is. I know people have died. You see, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not always a big fan of David Icke, but he's just given a very good interview. Um, uh, What's it called? It's kind of a a London-based show host. I forgot what he's called, but he's talking about the, he's been talking about this agenda for total control and mandatory vaccinations and so on. And he's actually introduced a new, he's quite good in coining new phrases and he's introduced the, the Hunger Games Society. Okay. As a kind of, have you seen the movie, The Hunger Games? Um, a long time ago, yes. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite a nice one. Uh, you know, where, the, where you have got that crazy city elite. Yes, yes, yes. Luxury, and then and you, then you've got like bread and games and circus for the masses. Yes. And then the oppressed underlings, you know, then you have kind of a military police layer that that makes sure that the masses cannot revolt. Mm-hmm. 
and that still have bread and food and, and live quite well. And then you have the people in the districts, you know, and they are basically non-entities, you know, and, and that's basically where uh, David Icke thinks it's going, you know, and the, and, and, and the steps are mandatory vaccination, um, total control of your movements, and so on and so on and so on. And the way he's been describing it over the years is that they're trying to achieve these goals in with a tactic that he calls problem rea reaction solution. I'm sure you have heard about that. Yes, I have. Yeah, and I think that's one of David Icke's great contributions um, to the whole understanding of how things work. It's basically those who are scripting our reality in the background are creating a problem where everybody then agrees, oh my God, it's a problem, it's a problem. Oh my God, I'm going to get the virus. People are not even shaking hands anymore. Friends have canceled dinner invitations. It's all, all ridiculous. Mm. Um, uh, but, um, you know, the gym is empty. People are afraid. Everybody, I mean, the gym has never been as clean as it is now. <laughs> which is fantastic. You know, they're wiping down those, those water taps five yes. times every, every 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do appreciate that new cleanliness, especially in Africa. It's kind of a novelty. Mm. And maybe some of that is a good thing to last. Um, yeah, but so problem reaction solution means create a, a horrible scare, you know, and then come up with something that they wanted to do anyways and say, no, this is the problem, the solution for the problem. Exactly. So what they do is that they, in this, they, case, they, in this case, they create the problem however they wanted to create it, and mm -hmm. the solution that they always wanted to deliver anyway, they present it to you. They present to you and say this is the actual solution, which is what they wanted anyway. It's all absolute see, manipulation. Yeah, you see, David Icke has been talking about microchipping the population and mandatory vaccination. Forever, okay, and that's what is happening in front of our eyes. Is that the social pressure is so enormous, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely flabbergasted by how everybody is suddenly talking about social distancing as if that had been in their vocabulary for the last 20 years. You know, it's it's just amazing how such um, vocabulary is is introduced, and suddenly it's in everybody's mouth. Mm. And uh, so social distancing, so they can basically finish us off on our own, you know. <laughs> and also, you know, and also, George, the other scary thing is this thing called self-isolation, which is another term that nobody ever spoke about before. Yeah. But now everybody's yeah. isolating themselves, you know, totally locking themselves up at home. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable, you know. I want to go out and hug people, but, you know, they will, they will probably slap me in the face or... You know. <laughs> okay, I, I know I said before that I, I'm, I'm not going to say this, but I think because we've got to the stage in this conversation where yeah. we have Sorry. revealed a few things, and I'm not, I'm not going to be afraid to say this, but I, I'm going to now just mention this point because we've already said mm. a lot about this, is the coronavirus and 5G. I, it's time that I say this because you've mentioned a lot about David Icke and mandatory yeah. vaccinations, and I wasn't sure whether to say it or not, but I, no, I'm going to say this now. Yeah. The coronavirus and 5G, there seems to be, there are rumors, there are talks, there are discussions all over the internet. People have told me, um, I've been reading about it, I've, I've heard it from other things, I've heard it in hearsay, 
that there is apparently a link between the coronavirus and 5G. I was hesitating before, but no, I'm, uh, I'm going to say it this time. And do you have anything to say on that? Please say it. Well, with the necessary caution, okay, because I'm not going to make pronouncements as if I had personally researched this. Um, we have been aware that cell phone technology as such is contributing to sickness because it is, in our understanding, creating a negative stagnant energy. Okay, And in that sense, 5G is maybe only adding some intensity there. I don't even think that it's creating a totally new problem. Um, this is actually where our Orgonite works comes in. And we have been, since 2002, basically, we have been what we call gifting cell phone towers. Because we understand that the the hard radiation that is basically microwave, which is the same radiation that you use in order to to grill your chicken, okay, in your microwave. I don't recommend doing that, by the way. I think it's very bad for your food. Uh, but it is still a popular implement, right? People have these things at home, and they put their TV dinners in there and yeah. eat them. I, I, I don't use a microwave anymore, George. I've made it a rule. Other people in my family use it, but I don't use it at all. I'd rather have cold food than use a microwave. I never had one in my life. And uh, I had a restaurant for a while. I forbid my chefs to even use it or have one in the kitchen to warm up portions, although it's very convenient for a restaurant you know, to have kind of prepared hamburgers or things like that. that so... Anyways, um, the the hard microwave radiation is creating in the ether. It is creating a stagnant field. You know, and people who are perceptive to auras and things like that can see that as a dark cloud around each and every cell phone tower. Actually, it's not just a cloud. It's not amorphous. It's actually got the shape of a toroidal field, which looks from the side like a flat melon or a flat pumpkin in shape. And it is kind of anthracite colored when you look at it. And for a normal cell phone tower, it's about half a kilometer in diameter. Okay. Now, the moment that we put Orgonite into the influence field of this, of this cell phone tower, the whole thing changes completely. And the um, the energy becomes visibly colorful, and you can also observe changes in the in the sky in terms of how the clouds look like and all that. So that's been actually the main the main work that we've been doing. Now the Zappa for us is a is a product that everybody should have as a matter of call it personal hygiene. Like brushing your teeth, you know, brushing under your fingernails and, and general body hygiene. You just, you just use a zapper. It's not very expensive. It lasts you for a long while and it saves you hundreds of pounds or whatever your currency is, um, in terms of medication and supplements. But the actual work that we've been doing is, this organ gifting, and we've put out more than 30,000 little tower busters in this 
uh, in Southern Africa, but we've also done this work in Europe and in Russia and in small, to a small degree also in China. And um, we've seen that that leads to a revitalization of the whole land and very often helps to uh, stop droughts. Amazing, and, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. So you're saying, sorry, George, yeah. I'm just going to interrupt here. You're mm -hmm. saying that you are gifting these tower busters at cell yeah. phone towers and it changes the whole energy field, the whole energy pattern from yes. a dark, cloudy energy field to something colorful and bright. Yeah. And you're saying it has an effect on the clouds and the sky above? Yeah, yeah, amazing. I think... People want to visit our website. There is quite a bit of um, expedition reports. I'm sure that you've already seen some of them. And there's also an info section where we talk about um, the question of proof, like how can you actually demonstrate that this organite is doing something. And one of the great, um, uh, let's call it, bodies of evidence, I would like to call it, is our combined um, expedition reports, of which I have created a bit of a condensed version in a, in a post called uh, Proof, Organite Proof. Uh, we have also made um, experiments with plant growth and organite. One of those uh, experiments is also on our website where mm -hmm. We basically use two cell phones to irradiate a sample of water, one liter in a, in a glass carafe. And we did that by two cell phones calling each other for half an hour. Then we did the same with the same two cell phones, but this time they were equipped with an organite shield. And then we did a third sample where we just took ordinary tap water and did not do anything to it. Mm -hmm. And we used these three different samples. So let's just recapitulate. One sample is cell phone radiated without organite protection. Sample number two is irradiated with organite protection. Sample number three is just normal tap water. And then we used that to sprout the same amount of chickpeas on my kitchen counter exposed to the same temperature and the same light, standing next to each other. Okay. And the interesting thing was that the, um, the irradiated without protection, they came out after five days. So we did exactly the same you know, watering, soaking a little bit, decanting, and so on. We did exactly the same protocol with all three samples. And the one with the irradiated but unprotected, they were basically underdeveloped and they were already starting to rot. They were slimy mm -hmm. and starting to become mushy and, and uh, rotty. This is because of the radiation from the cell phones? Apparently so. Okay, um, I can't really, it's for others to, to make that connection. The, the neutral tap water sample came out normal, I would say. They were not rotten, 
they were less developed than the ones that we had used the cell phones with the Orgonite. Okay. So what this seems to suggest, and that is consistent with our other observations in the environmental healing, is that the Orgonite actually takes that electromagnetic radiation and turns it into something positive, which is actually better than only just switching those cell phone towers off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, no, this has, so this actually, George, is more beneficial than just normal tap water or just normal yes. protection yes. against those yes. harmful waves. This is actually yeah, giving a, had, a beneficial had, effect. That's really, yeah, really I, interesting. They had about 15% more biomass because I weighed them, obviously, after, after I dried them off. They had the longest and healthiest green shoots, you know, and they were just looking like proper, brimming with energy, super healthy sprouts. Okay, and that's, that's the really thing. Where, uh, what we what we think is happening is that the damaging effect from the microwave is not the electromagnetics as such; it is the effect it has on the ether. You know, and the ether is a concept that doesn't exist in present-day mainstream science, but it has existed for millennia. You know, they've only abandoned it in the 1920s, and they're actually reintroducing it. There are now uh, Nobel Prize-winning scientific uh, works that are coming back to a modern ether concept, mm -hmm. meaning there is something when there is nothing, right? Or what uh, some scientists call the zero-point energy or the quantum fluctuation or, the, you know, the intelligent matrix. Uh, there's thousands of ideas. And, you know, when we are honest, we, we find that um, science... Sorry, George, you seem to have gone away. Can you come um, closer again? Or maybe I was mumbling or leaning back too far from my computer. Is it better now? Yes, yes. Oh, sorry. I was getting too comfortable here. Right? So, <laughs> leaning back. Um. So I, I want to go back, um, George, to the coronavirus and 5G. I know you've mentioned this experiment, but I'm saying... Yeah, what I wanted to say is that there is obviously a connection between microwave radiation and disease. Um, I'm not sure if I want to participate in the outright demonization of 5G. I'm not sure that frequency is really the problem. Okay, let me say that. You know, I mean, a lot of people are making a big story out of the 60,000 hertz and that it's um, the frequency of oxygen and then it will, you know, I'm not sure about that. There's, um, there is one thing that most people don't know that the higher the frequency, the lesser is the penetration into human tissue. Mm -hmm. Now, the deepest penetration is actually with ultra-low frequencies. That is why the American military, for example, has an emergency network for, for their atomic war scenarios when everything is wiped out. They would send encrypted messages with two hertz, that is two pulses per second. You know, and that that is the so-called ELF network, mm -hmm. extremely low frequency, which actually penetrates through the earth and through oceans. That's what they use to communicate with submarines and so on. 
I see, and that's and a lot more so, harmful. So people, are, you know, people, people are mixing up these these things. Uh, they think a higher frequency is more damaging. I'm not sure about that actually. You know, um, the higher the frequency, the less penetrating it is. Unfortunately, that means that they have to put more transmitters in order to have enough coverage. You know, and that means that the electromagnetic soup that you are exposed to is becoming even thicker because they are putting now an antenna every 500 meters instead of every five kilometers. You know, because they have to because otherwise it doesn't go through uh, house walls and stuff like that. Um, but I'm a bit careful, you know, I mean, I, I use the internet and I use Wi-Fi and all that. Um, I'm not a kind of an anti-technology rebel, but it might be better to have more glass fiber cable and less of stuff whizzing through the air. I agree, you know, I agree. You, thing, uh, George, you also sell these uh, 5G tower busters, don't you? Yeah, I've seen that yeah. on your website. Yeah, yeah you see, that's basically a, uh, that we have been making tower busters for ages. That is basically a simple a disk of orgonite with quartz crystals and a few other minerals and metal filings and resin. And that is sufficient for a normal cell phone tower. And because of the, the increased intensity of the 5G, we've come up with an enhanced mix, which we now call the 5G equalizer because it's got um, shungite in it, which is um, quite has become quite well known lately. It's a mineral from Russia that is uh, based on carbon. So it's basically somewhere between anthracite coal and a diamond. It's like highly compressed carbon, but it's not yet a diamond. And it has a lot of interesting properties in terms of uh, radiation protection to the point that in Russia it's so popular they put it into house paint to protect themselves and they make um, cell phone chips out of pure shungite, like little disks that you uh, attach to your cell phone and stuff like that. So on its own, it already has very similar properties to organite. It's very energizing and um, does a similar thing to organite. And, and we put that into these um, tower busters, these uh, 5G equalizers and Another mineral that we have found here in South Africa, which is called galenite, and that is has um, relatively high percentages of silver and lead in it. And lead is already known as a radiation-absorbing material. Mm -hmm. You know that mm -hmm. when you do spraying, you have uh, lead aprons. You know, and um, so it's got a high uh, high absorption factor for for this kind of radiation. And mm. yeah, so far the the feedback is quite positive. Very good, very good. Can yeah. somebody use that in their home? I know you said this is for cell phone towers. But... Yeah, you don't. I mean, you, it, it's not restricted to five G masts because, as I say, the quality, the energetic effect of um, of microwave radiation is similar, no matter whether you have a four G network or a five G network. The five G network may have other problems like the increased sheer intensity of it, you know, which will be rolled out in order to cover every nook and cranny. And um, obviously it's not, 
very conducive for a soft uh, organism like ours that's based 90% on water, you know, when you cook it with microwave all the time. Um, can't really be too healthy. Okay, so um, now, George, I want to move on um, from this topic um, yeah. to uh, another key question um, about the coronavirus and mm -hmm. the cloud busters. So my yeah. question is, as we all know, that the coronavirus has caused widespread negative energy, um, a lot of fear, okay, mm -hmm. a lot of fear, a lot of negative energy. People are yeah. scared to leave their houses. They're scared to meet other people. Yeah. They'd rather be isolated at home than than socialize. Okay, mm -hmm. and and this has all been people are totally brainwashed to just you know to just yeah. they can't leave their houses. So yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of fear going around. There's a lot of negative energy. So my question is, as well as zappers and organite and everything, you also have this thing called a cloudbusters, right? Now yes. it's a it's a really big device. I've seen it on your website. Mm -hmm. So my question is, can the cloudbuster help with shifting this negative energy pattern because that's what everybody seems to be having right now a lot of negativity a lot of bad thinking about the whole thing and it seems to be a lot of fear porn as you can say um yeah. so do you think that the cloud buster can help with moving and shifting this negative energy um let me first explain what it is and i think they all these things work together actually the cloud buster is as you said, quite a big device. It's consisting of a large base of Orgonite, which does exactly the same that, that it does in a tower buster, only that it's basically a, a 10 liter bucket size. And then there are six copper pipes that are open to the sky, and there are quartz crystals in the bottom. These copper pipes are stuck into the Orgonite base, and in their bottom, they have a crystal which acts as an antenna. So what the Cloudbuster does is it's, it's um, drawing in the energy from the sky. So we have seen this in the past mostly as a thing to clear the sky energy over a very large area, especially in a situation where you have artificially induced droughts and where you have... Um, Lots of chemtrails. Chemtrails is a whole different story, a whole different kind of worms to talk about. Um, it seems to help the sky to dissolve these chemtrails. Now, I think the Cloudbuster needs the support of a few hundred tower busters neutralizing the cell phone towers. And that is probably for, for that lingering negative energy the neutralizing of the cell phone towers is probably the most important part. It's even more important than, than putting up cloud busters. It's a bit like, you know, if you, if you, if you see this in a metaphor as etheric warfare, then you have infantry and you have artillery, you know, mm -hmm. okay. and artillery doesn't work without infantry because it gets overwhelmed by the enemy masses and infantry without, uh, Artillery also gets gets wiped out, you know, so you need both. <laughs> and, I mean, I've never participated, thank God, in any active war, but um, we all have seen movies or read, um, you know, accounts of historic warfare, so we all have a picture of how this works. Um, 
So we need both, you know, we need uh, we need cloud buses, but we, we must also not make the mistake and say, okay, I put this one big machine and it must solve all the problems. You mm -hmm. still have to do woodwork and neutralize all these little towers. And basically all it needs to do is a stroll with a dog and take put 10 or 15 of these little thingies in your pockets and walk your neighborhood wherever these towers are standing, hide it somewhere in the bush or dig it in or whatever you need to do in order to make it stay there permanently. Mm. And it doesn't have to be directly on the tower. It can be even within 500 meters. It will still be effective. Okay, because I don't think that work has been done, to my knowledge, in around well, the UK. There are some people. There are even some forums and there, there have been... Activists, I'm not sure because everybody does that on their own, you know, and, and people uh, wake up to this kind of work and maybe do it for two or three years and then sometimes they stop it again. We've been quite persistent with it, but others I've noticed have sort of come onto the scene and done something for two, three years and then got into something else, you know. So um, it's not a it's not a coordinated effort and it will never be. Um, it just doesn't lend itself to that, you know. People have tried to to create forums and things and, and do mapping and like, okay, you do this, I do that. It doesn't really work like that, you know. People sometimes feel compelled to do this work and they go where they feel that the energy is particularly bad and they do something there and um, there are some forums. I think there is one on Facebook, one group called Orgon or organs.uk or something like that, or organ, organ UK. Um, so it's not that nobody has ever done it, but I'm sure there is a lot to be done, you know. And, mm. and in a highly industrialized country like in the UK, you need to do a lot more than in large parts of Africa, you know, where sometimes a few hundred pieces can make a fantastic difference. Yeah, I mean, here there are new cell phone towers going up all the time. Everywhere. Absolutely, absolutely, so. and with the robot of 5G, you know. So the the, ba the main message that we can put out is start um, protecting your home, and then start expanding in concentric circles. You know that your next level of concern would be the cell phone towers within five kilometers of where you live, because they will directly influence you. And then the next thing will be your workplace and where your children go to school and all that, you know. And then if you start liking this work, then you might start making your own organite, you know. It's not a big secret. It's never been intended to be a secret. So you can, actually, it... you can make this yourself, really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love selling it, you know, but uh, people who start gifting in terms of hundreds of tower busters may start finding it better to make it themselves. Mm, very interesting. Depends on whether you want to get your hands dirty and sticky with <laughs> resin or that, you know, or whether you rather prefer the convenience of um, ready made. So you've gone afar again, George. Can you come closer? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Very, very interesting. So this is something, um, if anybody wants to get involved, if they have an interest mm. and they want to gift uh, these tower busters, they can do that by making it themselves. Because obviously it's a lot cheaper. You yeah. just have to get the material and then yes. you just have to know how to put it together. 
Yeah, we actually have a little video about how to make um, simple Argonite tower busters, and we have a series of pictures. So it's on our website, um, organizeafrica.com, mm -hmm. and then uh, there is an info section. You click on info, and then you find uh, Argonite info or Argonite wiki, I think it's called now. And there is a DIY section as well. Okay, I'm going to go check it out. I'm, I'm really excited now. Maybe I can make it myself if it's not too difficult. I can give it a no, try. See, the, those tower busters don't have to be pretty. It takes some experience to make pretty organite. Um, and, and you know, there are some recipes that we will maybe not share with everybody because we like to have an edge in some things. But... Um, your, your daily gifting organite is very easy to make. You know, you just need a muffin pan, some polyester resin, and some metal filings, and some crystals, quartz crystals, and that's the whole story. But then you have to join them together, right, in a mold? You have yeah, to it's not, I mean, that's why I'm saying muffin pan. Muffin pan is just the right size, you know, your, those, those 12 muffin trays. Oh, you mean like a cupcake, cupcake trays? Cupcake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We call them muffins here in okay. South Africa. I, know, I thought it was British originally. But... <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, cupcake, cupcake form. Um, okay, okay. Oh, I'll, I'll be sure to check it out. And I'm sure if anybody else is interested to mm -hmm. look at this video, check it out to see if you can make it yourself. Um, I don't see why not. But if it's not for you, you, you want, can buy them. If you want four or five of them just to put around your house and and start protecting yourself, it's not worth the whole effort. You know? But if you become a prolific gifter and you want to do more of that, it's almost inevitable that you start making them yourself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've, I've seen that happening with many people. And it's absolutely encouraged. You know, We're not trying to to pretend that we have secrets where we don't. Mm-hmm. Now mm -hmm. so this is actually meant to be a self-help movement. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. If this is, it's not a secret. If anybody wants to know how they can make it themselves or is interested, they can See, check out this video. Secret, if it was a secret, they would have probably shut us down already. Yeah. So keeping this open source, you know, Don Croft has never uh, intended to keep this as a secret. He shared this from the beginning and he actually never made Orgonite for sale. He basically lived from making the zappers mm -hmm. and his wife was making special Orgonite pendants because um, she's quite an intuitive um, psychic person. And yeah. She's, yeah, she's a clairvoyant. Yeah, yeah, and she's very energy sensitive so she makes very special pendants and, and they've just... Uh, done these two things, but never tried to make money out of the uh, tower busters or uh, the organ cones or the, um, the cloud busters, you know, and I think that was a very good move because it uh, encouraged the growth of a large network of, of organ sellers and organ activists. And, you know, we've basically come out of the early days of this type of movement that Don Croft started originally. So we've been around since 2002. 
And that's pretty much, I think Don built his first overnight Cloudbuster in 2001 or something like that. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. A very exciting field to be involved with. This this can help people. It can protect you. Um, as we've discovered today, using a zapper can help with bacteria, viruses, mm-hmm. um, parasites, worms. Exactly, those little hookworms. Exactly, yeah. So it, yeah. this is a a self personal hygiene protection device um, mm-hmm. to actually kill off all this bacteria that's in your colon, in your body that resides there. Um, so you can invest in a zapper. You can invest in a zapper. We actually sell it on our website. Um, we are one of your UK suppliers. So if anybody's interested in getting their hands on a zapper, we actually sell them here um, at healthparadigm.co.uk. Um, if you actually want to know anything more about Organite, how it works, how to make any of these tower busters, um, there are lots of information, there's lots of videos, and you can find out all this information if you go on um, George's website, which is organizeafrica.eu, and organizes O-R-G-O-N-I-S-E-Africa.eu. So it's a play on words. Um, so thank you very much, George, for your time today. I really appreciate everything that you've said. Um, extremely interesting conversation, and hopefully... This is good food for thought, and um, this will get people interested and engaged and want to find out more about how they can get a zapper and, and how it works. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.